0: And we're back! You know how long it's been since we dropped a podcast, Elliot? It has been a, a hot minute, bro. Like a hot minute. 13, 14 days. Dude, really? You've been counting? Yeah, I've been <laughs> counting because I checked those numbers online, son. And yes, you know, like, we were dropping them every four, six, five days. Then we come up and slip up. Summertime got us summertime summer 16 that's that's summer 16 been on vacay l's been just djing like 17 nights a week yep yep yeah when you're on l time that's how many nights you get to dj yes sir but elliot i heard you're at a pretty kicking party this last weekend though yeah
1: yeah, for sure man i was at a good friend and actually guys you might know him because he was on our podcast podcast. on the podcast last time big shout out to jack harvey at his uh brother's uh birthday party. Uh, I DJed that uh, for them at their lovely casa Mm -hmm. up in uh, the West Omaha area. Beautiful home. Uh, Shout out to his his family. Beautiful family. They're from Brazil.
0: Uh, And not everybody came from Brazil that was there, but uh, we also have some Brazilians here in Omaha. Were there any Brazilian shorties? There were some Brazilian shorties. There were some Brazilian shorties. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're making a stink face. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. That's a Mm -hmm. good one.
1: Yes. Uh, That's a pool party. So, obviously, you can really check out the, the demographic very well. Uh, unfortunately for your brother, from another mother, uh, I was, like, behind the house on the other side, mm-hmm. like by the patio area. Oh. So, I'm looking at, like, you know, the, the nice manicured yard and everything of that nature, but I don't really see everybody in the pool. My speaker setup was reaching around the corner. so Oh, I, man. Yeah, so I didn't really get so to you, see anybody. Did you have
0: the mic? I had the mic, but it was kind Did of... You be like- Jet, uh, Jet, please, please send some Brazilian shorties to the DJ booth. Jet, Jack, 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 excuse me, excuse, Jack, Brazilian shorties to the DJ booth.
1: For <laughs> sure, man, I, I definitely should have did that. I did not do that. I was trying to be polite. It was earlier on in the afternoon, or, or, or mid-afternoon, should I say. But in my defense, uh, you know, just like the Pye Piper, they came to me oh, so uh, later gosh. on that night obviously it started to get later uh, start cranking it up uh, playing some great tunes Brazilian and also top 40 American as well
0: uh, and they start coming around the corner, start dancing. Ooh. By that time frame, they're pretty lit and sunburnt, so they really didn't care. De- um, de- mix between swimsuits, dehydration, and alcohol. Yep, pretty much. Game changer. Pretty much, man. Game pretty changer. much.
1: So, I mean, that's what we did up in the spot. Great party. Uh, again, big shout out to uh, Jack Harvey's brother. So, uh, turning Dirty 30. And then. um.
0: So, if it was a pretty wild party, what's up? some carpets probably got messed up, man. During the party, there was cake and everything of that nature. So. Bro, if, if you know, you've know, you been drinking, you got some cake, maybe you got some ribs. If you're at my party you got ribs i'm telling we don't we don't throw down we don't have people over unless port dawns the smoker if you feel me so jack should have called my man jeremiah okay. with 180 carpet cleaning yes sir you, you know what i'm saying if you're having a party you just need to preemptively strike and call jeremiah I'm like hey i'm gonna have a uh little brazilian shorty Probably wearing some heels that are a little too tall to be 11 margaritas in. And she's probably going to be lotioned up. I don't want this slick spot on my carpet. Call Jeremiah, 180 carpet cleaning. He's going to hook you up. You know how you're going to get in touch with him, Elliot?
1: How do you get in touch with him?
0: This is what some people would say. Kate give out Jeremiah's phone number right now. Guess what I'm gonna do? What you gonna do? I'm not gonna do it because the year is 2016 and I have a cell phone. Mm. I'm gonna put in 180 carpet cleaning and I'm gonna press call and then I'm gonna press call again and I'm gonna say, Jeremiah, come clean these carpets. I had a little Brazilian shorty fall and grease up my mom's floor. Or, or maybe, maybe the party got real kicking, and you needed some tile and grout clean because you said, you know what, let's turn this bathroom into a slip and slide. Right. I'm not saying if I've ever done it, but I'm not gonna say I haven't. If you do, if you do that, maybe you got the entire bathroom straight up covered in baby oil. Guess what? Baby what? oil's hard to get out of grout, homie. You ever try to get baby oil out of grout? Uh, no, never have, um, so, you know, you how about cocoa butter? Cocoa butter, out of Okay, know, Whatever. I ain't mad at cocoa butter. Yeah, I know, right? That smells so good. Right, but Jeremiah,
1: what do you carpet cleaning?
0: Hit him up, hit him up. <laughs> cocoa sure. butter in your grout, ribs on your carpet. Shorty fall and mess up your upholstery, Jeremiah 180 carpet
1: clean. Boom, there you go, for sure. And then if you just kind of get ran out of your house altogether, uh, doesn't matter about your carpets because your house is totally a shambles, you don't want to live there anymore after this awesome Brazilian party that we just had, then definitely you might want to move to someplace different. Or maybe even have someplace built completely from scratch. Who are you going to call? I know who I'm calling. Who you gonna call? Jeff Gary Mercury Contractors. That's Right, Jeff Gary Mercury Builders and Contractors. Darn near 40 years of experience in the business of building awesome houses, redesigning awesome rooms for you, and cultivating a great relationship with their clientele. So definitely, I'm not gonna go into a long spiel because definitely if your house is not there, it's just not there. You can have it rebuilt, or you can purchase a home that's already built. So yeah, they have some villas in the Castle Creek area. But if you're you not don't even need a pre- pool
0: if you have get one of those villas because the bathroom's so big. You Just have everybody come and hang out in your shower. That's right. That's you get right. one of those Bose uh, waterproof music things. Yeah. Elliot can sit on the outside, DJ. spin, look in. Look in. Y'all just have a big party in the bathroom in yeah, yeah, Jeff's I mean, Villas. It's a wrap. Mercury Contractors.
1: Builders. Definitely check them out. You can Google them. As Pate was saying, this is a 2016. Uh, you can definitely find them on the internet or you can go straight to the website. That's www.mercurybuilders.com. Again, www.mercurybuilders.com. That's Jeff Gehring. Tell them Elliot and Pate, a black guy and a white guy, to walk in the studio podcast, sent you his way. And I'm pretty sure he's going to hook you up. That's my guy right there, Jeff Gehring, Mercury Builders and Contractors system activated have you heard the joke about the one time a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio and made a podcast Ooh. the podcast of omaha nebraska with hosts elliot w harris and pete smith this, this is a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio system activated
0: All right, we're back. The podcast of Omaha, Nebraska. Your boy, Pate Smith and Elliot Harris. And, man, it's been a minute since we've been in here. The last time we were in here, we were talking to the man himself, Black Johnny Quest, straight off the Black Lives Matter rally, and we just let him go.
1: Yeah, pretty much. We let him just rant and do what he did. Uh, as you remember from that podcast, he kind of showed up late, so we let him pretty much control the show all the way through. That's some really, really great topics that kind of came off of that, uh, and we're kind of going to rip off of that today and expand on it as well uh, we, during the show. We
0: have a uh, an, an anonymous local policeman coming in eventually. We're going to bring him in. I'm going to let some things settle down a little bit before we bring him in as okay. a rebuttal to that right, right. podcast. So that's going to be a hot one right there. Oh, yeah. Literally, because it's like 110 up here in, the, oh, in the sweat box. So regardless of the
1: conversation, it's going to be literally hot yeah. as we're talking. you know. So
0: I'm wearing a long sleeve today. I, you which, sleeve. Well, I went straight from a client up into here. I didn't have a break, nothing right now. So that's going to look like I've been swimming from the shoulders down. Okay, well, don't after, worry. After you, we get through with this bad boy. You
1: got that big gulp over here I got 55 sure. ounces of freedom. Yeah, you're pretty much going to perspire. What's that, Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, all No, nah,
0: man, uh, caffeine-free Diet Coke because i got to right. go to sleep tonight. All
1: right, don't piss yourself. All right, so for sure, man, you guys back up in here after a lovely, lovely uh, break. Uh, Take us on vacation. Where are you at, brother, man?
0: Man, Panama City, Florida. Actually, Bay Point, Florida. Okay. our bay point outside of Panama City but nobody knows where that is what were you doing down there man I got some fishing in some visiting some family in eating some incredible seafood Uh, you know I tell the people up here all the time we don't get the same seafood they're like it's flown in I'm telling you huge difference Pull it out of the Gulf that morning, you eat it that night, game changer.
1: No, it is. And I will agree with you on that one. Uh, unfortunately, I have never really been to Florida for a long extended stay, uh, but I have been to Italy, uh, Monterosso and Cinque Terre, uh, definitely Italian coast uh, a couple of years back. And I agree with that. They have uh, anchovies there. You like some anchovies? I mean, it depends on the usage. Exactly. So let's go back to that. Do you like, I don't know, do you like Caesar salads?
0: See, that's my favorite usage of the anchovy.
1: I bet. So it is mine as well, and I just kind of figured it out a couple of years back that uh, Caesar salad contains anchovy in it. And I'm like, oh, what? For real? That's dope. I'm going to keep on eating it. But as far as pizza is concerned, I don't like it on my pizza. Moving forward, in Italy, the major export of this town is anchovies. And you never think of another because American we're so skunk-faced when it comes to anchovies. Most of us are. A good, mm-hmm. probably, population is. But their anchovy there is, is, it's really a delicacy. They don't export it. Pretty much it comes out the water, just like you were saying about Florida. It comes out the water from the fishermen at night, comes into the market, and they sell it off, and then it goes to the actual uh, restaurants, and then it's cooked up at night. I tell you what, I thought I died twice when I had that anchovy. And all their seafood there, squid, stuffed squid, looked like a damn little small quail with, like, uh, like stuffing in it. Uh-huh. It was squid. Oh, my goodness. I'm about to slap my mama two times.
0: I'm about to check that recipe out online. Check it out online. I've never had stuffed squid. I like squid. I like
1: squid. I like extravagant things. I like pretty things. Shout out to my women out there. The point being, go check out Italy. Uh, If you haven't checked out Florida Florida already, go check out Italy. Check out their seafood out there. It's delicious. I loved it. Hey, I'm glad to have you back from vacation, brother. Oh,
0: yeah, man. So we're back. I've been, got in here Monday, got hot on the client coaching train and, uh, man, just been at it literally straight ever since then. I'm going to drop a YouTube video on the vacation. It's a girl's first time flying. Yeah. So I had to document all of that. Maybe more some uh, Kanye West soundtracks on that? Or man, what? I don't know if I'll, who I'll drop. I've been listening to that Drake Views so hard this Isn't summer. it, though?
1: Views hits hard. Oh, my You got to be in the God. mood, but front to back, it really sets your whole day for you. It really does.
0: Oh, when uh, I listen to Hyper Child's Play at least once a day. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm go almost if I'm in the morning, if I can't get cranked up for a client, I'll put on that uh on that hype. I'll be like, I pull up in Lexus. <laughs>
1: it's cold, man. That child's play gets to me too, man. Because it talks about you know how females view him, you know, mm-hmm. and how he views females, and obviously uh, a lot of females think you know he in the entertainment business is childish for some of his antics that he does, you know. But he can choose.
0: Yeah, you know, one thing I tell my dating clients after, kind of like your mid twenties, uh, the script flips pretty hard. You and I have talked about this actually before. It's where like all of a sudden, you know, when you were in high school and college, the value system or let's call social transaction system for males that are successful versus females that are, are males that are coveted uh, versus females that are coveted, you know, for whatever reason, like drastically flips to where it's a lot more rare in your late 20s to find a uh, single fit successful male that isn't a crazy person so you're of a lot higher value however in your late teens or early 20s that wasn't the case so it seemed like there was a lot less qualified girls to date so if you take drake and that you know i'm being a little bit nerdy here but if you take drake in his example and you know, amplify it to one of the most sought after gentlemen then, yeah, of course he's going to be incredibly picky. Why would you not? You literally, if you're in his position, you know, are of incredibly high value. Uh, you produce incredible music that they're exposed to often. Um, he's not a bad looking guy. He's got the beard.
1: Chicks He's a, he's a black chicks. He's di- a black, he's a mixed man. He's a black man. He's a white man. He's Jewish. He's everything rolled into one. And the he's black, hold on.
0: he's a black. He's a mixed Jewish-Canadian yeah. with a beard.
1: I'm saying, I mean, he got a little baby hair, too, when he grows yeah. it out, a little curly hair.
0: Man, if he had a Chinese aunt, whoo, you know, he, you know he checks other on SAT. Oh,
1: yeah, all day, all day, man. But I like oh. what you're saying there, man. And I would like to rip off that in two different directions, for sure. So it's kind of like that whole start from the bottom, now we're here type of concept that he came out with with his, uh, with his last record, or whatever the case may be. You know, I'm here at the bottom. You know, I'm starting here. Nobody's checking for me. You know, nobody's giving me the time of day. All right? I start to grow in popularity. All right? My celebrity grows. My talent is right there with me. Now, you heard me talk about uh, when the actual celebrity supersedes the talent. Mm-hmm. It's what the world we're living in right now. We're making stupid people famous. Okay? It's, some of the stupid people don't even have talent at all. Drake has talent. I'll give you that. He has a crew that he rolls with. He keeps it consistent. Uh, and I definitely love that part about him and uh, the, OVO, the OVO sound. But go back to the point of, dude, where is there a point where these females need to realize, even at the lowest point, at your, to- at your lowest point, you know what I'm saying? You're pushing a bucket, you know, you live with your moms, you know, but yet you have drive, you have passion, you're trying to build something moving forward, and you know it's going to pop up. You have the optimism for yourself. You know where it's going. You keep the faith. But yet they fall off on a continual basis. Bro,
0: the deal Where is... Where's that? Go ahead. Here's the thing. It's not just with females. No. It's people want to be there for the arrival. They don't want to be there for the ride. I'm sorry. Can I cuss on this one? Yeah. You are damn right. <laughs> damn right. Welcome back, Pete. Awesome. You know, just bringing it in here. Just yeah. bringing it. It's n- no big deal. Just my job. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's the deal, man. People, people want to experience the good times. They don't want to know you when you're on the come up.
1: They
0: don't. But I'll tell you this. Here's what I have found is I found a lot of people, particularly entrepreneurs and people who run their own business, who, you know, they see the hustle and, you know, it's about that respect of the hustle and building something. And, you know, the fact that you haven't arrived there, everybody's friends with the dude that's arrived you know everybody knows
1: him, everybody claims they used to know him, mm-hmm. everybody claims that he's something this or that, but that person's on their mind because they're at a certain level and they want to be associated with that. Oh yeah,
0: room. I mean, that's what that's that's what that entire deal is about, man. So anyway, so what have you been doing besides just spinning like a crazy man, man? You got, I know you got the record company going down, yeah. you got some stuff we can't talk about, right? Uh, Something's kind of like coming up, maybe with a cat from Tennessee?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm looking okay. at y'all funny, like, I'm like, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll think about that in a second. Um, uh, I'm kind of blissed right now with this coffee. Great coffee. Uh, thanks, Jay, by the way, for the, co- for the coffee. Yeah, she, man. Got a lot of things that's been happening.
0: She may or may not have been feeling my man, Elle. Uh, she was,
1: she, yeah, she was acting kind of funny style from the, the coffee mm-hmm. shop. Oh, she? yeah.
0: She all was, right. she said, she said, I'm mean, she's like, stop in more.
1: Oh, she did say stop in more. Stop. She?
0: And I don't think it was because she was wanting you to buy coffee. Mm. Stop in, stop in more, Elliot. I get off tonight at six.
1: Well, unfortunately, Jay, that's all you get because you know what? Boom. I'm looking for revenge. Summer 16 doesn't include females right now. Just like we talked about, man, because I'm on the come up, right? So now I'm starting to shave them off instead of them shave me off. But that's neither here nor there right now, ladies. I still love you, just, you know, from afar, from a distance. You got me all, you got me all in my feelings now, Paige. Me? It? I'm about to cry.
0: Man, don't let it. <laughs>
1: So anyway, uh, girl from the coffee shop, thank you. Uh, And um, yeah, summer's been great, been DJing a lot. We did the CWS, obviously, we did a lot of other events, a lot of other private events, wedding receptions, club events as well. Uh, Omaha is definitely live here in 2016. The make-believe recording company that I am associated with, myself, Keith, uh, Rick Carson as well, uh, is starting to really bubble up right now. So speaking of come-ups, we just dropped and I've been talking about that. Previously, in our other podcast, you might catch some other podcasts that uh, come up with some old information on it, but hey, it's all new to you if you haven't heard it before. Uh, July 22nd, we just dropped the La Maga album by Connie Franco. He's currently on tour right now. He's in Long Beach as of today. This is the 27th of July, so he's in Long Beach. about to do a show tonight, and he'll be in California for the rest of the week as well, Uh, coming back and going through Denver, doing something there, and then coming back and blessing us with his presence here in uh, Lincoln and Omaha for his uh, August 5th show, uh, which will be the... Official, unofficial release of the LaMaga album. But LaMaga album, just to do a shameless, but not a really shameless plug, it's out right now, folks. Catch it on iTunes. Catch it on uh, Spotify, on Amazon, uh, Rhapsody. Uh, pretty much any local internet plug you can find music on, it is out there. Making How do you me-
0: spell it? Spell it out.
1: Man. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, LaMaga for all my literate people out there. That's capital L, lowercase a, space, M as in Mary, lowercase a. I'm sorry. The M is capital as well. Lowercase a. G-A. So that's LaMaga. LaMaga. And the artist is Connie Franco. Uh, big shout out to him him and his uh, DJ Keith, uh, Keith Rogers, DJ Kethro. They're doing really well out there on tour. Uh, shout out to our intern that's on the road with him as well. Uh, Key, I know you're holding it down. Make sure they fly straight, please, as well. Uh, big deal on that. So the record that we just released, uh, you know, it's a lot of backing put behind it between myself, the artist Connie, uh, Rick, uh, and Keith as well. So this is really going to be blasting off for Make Believe Recordings. Uh, it's really official because we're putting, again, a lot of marketing behind this one. After this, get ready for both. Coming out with the EP, we'll, we'll get ready for Sam Ayres. Not Ayers, Sam Air. And The Love Affair coming out with the album as well uh definitely we got a lot of big things It's um, a black
0: johnny quest album because i man i Black
1: johnny quest album is coming out soon we gotta get reaching we're, we're working on him getting in the studio even he kind of plugged the mic when i asked him that question last time so uh, black johnny quest album coming out soon bro i want to uh, get 16 just,
0: bars on that black johnny quest
1: oh for sure it'll be dope it'll be like an interlude type of deal man you know what i'm saying we'll probably put like a black guy and a white guy sketch in there someplace yeah, yeah. or he's like being interviewed and you like drop some bars like, yeah yeah you know, white chocolate dropper type of shit. I don't know. White
0: chocolate dropper?
1: Yeah, (laughs) white chocolate dropper. (laughs) Yes, yes. If you know that Kevin Hart skip, you'll be the white chocolate dropper, for real, from Alabama. I ran down a lot right there, but for sure, the LaMaga album's in stores right now. Also, you can pre-order the actual LP. That's right, people. Records are still alive, baby. Uh, We still have really, really, really dope DJs out there, like myself. Uh, who spin records? So definitely, we have the vinyl that's available on Make Believe uh, Recordings website. So check that out. Records by Make Believe as well on sale.
0: And I mean, I'm just gonna be real honest Go. about the the re- album art. Yeah, dude, that is like so good looking, isn't it? Dude, I mean, I am so feeling that. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, what's that painting? You're like, no, 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 that's a that's a conscious album. Right. And I was like, you're like, I was like, what? And you yeah. said, oh, that's the uh, that's the album. Record.
1: Right, right. So, said, the record. so the
0: record comes with that? You're like, yeah. I was like, man, that is some artsy stuff.
1: Yeah, man. Put it I mean, up on your wall. Exactly, man. So buy the LP for sure. It's something that's going to be vintage and hold its weight in gold, literally. Has the... uh has all the information as far as the lyrics inside as well. So, it has a lyric sheet so you know what he's saying. Uh, so, you know, he's not just some typical panda, panda, panda type of rapper. You know what I'm saying? Or some little yachty type of rapper. Uh, my guy's got, he's got bars. I'm being funny when I say that. But he he really has some lyrical content. So, check him out. SM Grimm's got the dopest beats coming out south of the border. I mean, so Elliot's sure.
0: being serious about lyrical content. Elliot's, content. Elliot's like, hey, uh, come go to this uh, pressing party we're having for this This person, he's, you know, he's one of our artists. I was like, all right, man, you know, I'll come down there. I'll bring the wife. She's like six months pregnant.
1: Yeah. Fate brought his wife six months pregnant to the listening uh, party, the pressing of the actual album. Uh, He brought her to that. And she looked fly, by the way. She had a little chinchilla uh, vest on. Yeah. Had a little baby bump going on, you know.
0: (laughs) So I come up in there and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's this rap album. And we get in there and I'm just like, oh. Like this is some deep stuff. It's like pretty deep. I kind of left out of there a little sad, a little bit like, <laughs> kind of questioning myself, like that type of depth. So if you want some like, oh, I'm talking about, who it's deep. It's it's like when Eminem got real sad back in like 2001. Yes, but with a. Mexico City flair to it, I'd say.
1: I like that. I like that exactly. And speaking of, uh, you know, being sad and different emotions and Mexico City flair to it. Uh, have you been watching any any while you're on vacation or currently in the uh, national convention?
0: So I watched it that more then because I was on vacation. What, what, you watched what more? I watched the RNC and I watched the first two nights of the DNC, which
1: was uh, on Monday and yesterday. Yeah.
0: Okay. Cool. Well, I watched part of yesterday, maybe right. like an hour or so. Or
1: right, it's more than I did. I did not watch yesterday, but I know Clinton spoke yesterday. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I didn't
0: watch Bill. Okay. Um, I watched the roll call to see how people acted. And so, yeah, man, it's kind of crazy. So let, let's do something real quick. Go. I'm going to tell you about this. If I told you this was a movie, you'd be like, man, nobody's going to ever believe that. So what it is is there was this guy, all right? And the guy had a TV show, and he was a reality TV show. And then all of a sudden, he was like, you know what? I'm going to run for president. And so then what happened was he's running for president, and it's like him versus the old president's wife. All right? You following me? I got you. So then all of a sudden, Russia hacks the president's wife's uh, chief emails, and now the guy from reality TV is using it as so-called leverage against her, because it's like you know X Y Z. You know we forced the other candidate. Now, would you believe that was a movie? Yeah, but yeah. it's not. That's like actually happened. <laughs> like so, yeah, we actually,
1: look
0: on the movie. So since the last time we had a podcast, like that's what happened. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna, so this is my theory on what else happens. Mm-hmm. So this is the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that they end up finding out as revenge for the president sleeping with another lady back in the day the president's wife who's now running for president and the other guy that's running for president in the reality tv show end up having an affair so see that's how i see the rest of this going down what? and then the president the former president uh is like they get a divorce and then the Guy that's the reality star and her start dating while she's president, then they get married.
1: That part sounds like uh, kind of far fetched, but then they, it, it sounds like scandal. almost. So, so I mean, imagine it, like how far fetched I mean, is the I, rest of it. Have I heard this before? Oh, it sounds like scandal. Was mm-hmm. The Apprentice mixed in? Yeah, there with yeah. The Clinton administration. Yes, so the first part
0: is like stuff that actually happened. Right. The second, I just made up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at this at this pace, I believe it.
1: What have we gotten ourselves into, America?
0: Literally, okay.
1: I mean, what? How did, how did this happen? Was this not a joke to begin with? When you saw Trump amongst, you know, all the other nominees uh, for the Republic Party, what was your thought? Like, OK, OK, I see all these people and I see Trump's ass. Like, this is a joke. I sat down with a, a good girlfriend. And I'll say girl slash friend because last time I said girlfriend, somebody got all upset. She's a girl and she's a friend. platonically. that's all. So anyway, I sat down with a good girlfriend uh, who's definitely into the political party. Actually, she went to the RNC uh, this past week uh, and, and enjoyed herself immensely because that's what she does. But it was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around how far we've come and who's fallen off the roster for the running of president and who we have left.
0: So here's the deal is when I saw Trump, it was like, wow. It's hard to believe, but you and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. It completely makes sense that he's there. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, who I don't know if any of you listeners listen to. Gary V. I do. i incredible, surprised. Incredible, incredible uh, business coach, professional development coach, author. Gary V. has said companies that don't innovate fail. Yes. You know, he uses the Forbes example of only like. 30 or uh, maybe it's 100 out of the Fortune 500 from 1955, only you know, 400 of those companies have either been acquired, merged, or fallen off. But you know, a large portion of them have fall, fallen off. And the question is, why do those companies fall off? The reason is because they don't innovate. Okay? So now I look at Trump. And what did Trump do? Uh, is Trump a classic Republican candidate? The answer is obviously no. Yes. Now... Trump was looking for an end, you know, and the reason I think he's looking for an end is because Barack made a joke that you know he was thinking about running for president. Barack made that as a joke, and boom, look what happened. Um, I think that's really the reason he did it was it was like question hmm. me. Oh, watch this.
1: Right. So it's pretty we, much like you created me. You created this Barack, and now you're leaving. This is what you're leaving us with, right? So.
0: Now. One thing that he did was he in- innovated. Uh, Michelle Obama took a stab at Trump during her DNC speech when she said something about uh, referring to 140 characters at the time. And that's because Trump, you know, as some people have said, has literally tweeted himself into running for the White House. Right. Well, here's the deal, is no other candidate did that, but no other candidate was willing to... Innovate like Trump. Every other single one, you know, we look at like Ben Carson or who, you know, Ben Carson he was a slight bit of an innovator, um, but he was not charismatic enough. No, I,
1: I, I agree with that. But
0: everyone else, status quo. And you know what? People are tired of the status quo. Barack proved that. He was literally elected on change, the change principle. Right. Like we need a change. He stood for change. People came out of the woodworks to vote in that election. You know, all Trump did was said, how do I get elected? Okay, let's look at this marketing campaigns. Oh, I'm different because and people could get behind that because they're tired of the status quo. So if you're not a Democrat and you're tired of the status quo, it's easy to fall in line with Trump. Now, here's the other thing that I think is interesting. Is a lot of people are turned off by Trump because he said some things that can be or is offensive. I think he got ahead of
1: himself. And we we're going to talk about
0: offensiveness here in a second, but go ahead. But the fact is, Trump, you, know, you and I have talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Trump is polarizing. Okay? People love him or hate him, and that's what he goes for.
1: Right. And that goes back to saying, you know, it doesn't matter what you think about me, you're thinking something. You feel some type of way about me. And that right there feeds into the social standard of, hey, if it's good news, that's okay. If it's bad news, that's great. Let's eat it up. Right. I want to see that publicized. I want to see it multiply. I want to see it grow and fester. That's kind of what's happened with Trump. Going back to that Twitter deal, I mean, the only person who did that in the last couple of campaigns and even the first one in eight years was Barack. That's how he got himself in there, regarding change, he went for the millennials, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as the internet's concerned and social media's concerned, you know? Trump did the same damn thing, but then approached it from a totally different level, you know? And you're right. I think that Barack, on that level, he probably didn't make a Trump, you know? He probably pressed the wrong button, did a Skynet move, and fucking made a Terminator, right? So how are we going to destroy this?
0: You know, I'll be honest with you, at this point, like, I'm I'm backing Trump. I have, like, completely... Just, that was not Elliot falling out of his chair. I'm like, (laughs) Like, oh my God, it's poop. (laughs) I I mean, here's my thing. All right. Let me talk about this. Because here's what I want you to think about. Bernie's out. And my question is, did Bernie get a fair shake?
1: No, he got slighted. I will agree with that.
0: Okay. And my thing is like, Trump made made it to where he is by his own rules. He came into the party with his own rules, and said, I'm going to play by these rules. If you guys don't like it, don't vote for me, but this is everyone who's backing me. He played by his own rules. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, the Republican Party did not want him to win. but I, the Repu- I know that. That's but the Republican earlier. Party at least played fair.
1: Because the Republican Party is only really strong due to the big business backing, the lobbyists that really kind of play a key role in the Republican Party. You think he-
0: these lobbyists want Trump to win? Uh, are you kidding me? Go right
1: back now? to this. Go back. I mean, what's Trump based on, man? Bro. What's, what's, what's the only thing he can speak articulately about? throughout this whole campaign for all this Kanye West style ranting that he's doing. The only thing that I can hear from him is about his business and that politics rings clear. You so are you think, you, joking, you, you, right? You think he's in the office? You don't think that they're going to get into his whatever? He's thinking about his own agenda. So he's not really thinking about America.
0: You think Hillary's so, thinking about. Look, how, no, what, no, did, what did the Clintons, when Bill got elected, have in their bank account versus when Bill got out? Like, you can look that up to see. I, how I did
1: see that last night, I don't have it right now, uh, but I did see even Mark Cuban uh, quoted that information too, you know, as far as how the Clintons had even more than what Trump has in taxes. They had like 43 million, uh, that they claimed last year in taxes, and they got more than that, you know. Trump's like saying he doesn't want to show his tax statements, he's the one to release that. Or they're being worked on right now, and, and yeah, we'll see. They come out. We, we they might not come out. What the, dude, come clean with it, please.
0: I mean, you have to realize if his statements aren't available, he can't magically make them available. So how? But why are they not available? He owns Area? a number of businesses, some of which are not publicly traded. Probably shell I mean, companies, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm, I'm gonna hit you with all these little little jabs at you, brother.
0: I'm just I'm telling you this right now that it's a lot. Bill and Hillary, I don't know how many businesses they run, but I know a large majority of their incomes comes from contributions.
1: Contributions and uh, a lot of uh, public appearances on Bill's okay. part and so books.
0: Yeah, so let's say that's where your money comes from. Which, What do you think is easier to do your taxes on? Someone giving you, I don't know, let's say you had 75 bank transfers, checks, whatever, you know, however they get their money, and it shows as income, and then you, when you figure that out, what do you think is easier? That, so here's the 75 times I've been paid, or when you're paid by 100 different companies. And so what are you going to show? Trump's taxes for 100 different companies. The fact is for 2016, or 2015, excuse me, Trump probably still hasn't been paid by some of these companies. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying when his taxes aren't available, to me that's not a huge red flag. Right. Um, Could there be something shady? He's a businessman. I'm going to tell you this right now. You You hang out with a lot of business people. I would bet not every single one of them's taxes are on the up and up. Doesn't make them a bad person. Doesn't make them a bad businessman. It means they're looking for ways to save money, right? And okay. I understand
1: that. I agree with that fact. Okay, now, I'm now, not agreeing with the fact of. You know, now
0: here's my question. Go. So the Republican Party is mostly white. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> mostly. Sprinkle some black people in it. Some, yeah. Some. Some. Asians. some. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a. I think there's a huge Hispanic. Republican uh, group, but a right, no, huge number of Hispanics that are Republicans.
1: And I really wonder, you know, how they feel about Trump's, you know, rants on them and their. And back up. Maybe they don't take it personal. Maybe they realize they're not that population that he's speaking about. But I just wonder what the feeling is in that camp, literally for the Hispanic culture uh, that is Republican in the Republican Party. You know, that's like just somebody say, "Hey, you know, boy, you a slave." But you know you whole people slave, but thank you for voting for me, thank you for you know like what the hell
0: yeah the his like, whole what, deal what is, is he doesn't want illegals he wants them to come in legally,
1: but what do you think the hispanic population is probably that Republican group has come from you know they just they weren't just born in America they could have been excuse me some of them I, could have come over right but legally, their families their there. their heritage their back, their their uh their descendants, you know where they came from we can go into that whole uh tirade or whatever mm-hmm. so, conversation. But I'm just saying, I just wonder what their thought process is on that notation. So,
0: do you remember when Trump said the whole thing about most of them were sent over here by the cartel? The cartel. Yeah. the cartel. That's do you my...
1: remember that? Yes. that <laughs>
0: how, like, ridiculous we think that is? Yeah. So, listen to this. So, this is not an Omaha person. This is, remember, I'm from the South. I know literally all, tons of, this of this people So, it's all rumors. It's all lies. So, go no, this is 100% <laughs> true. So, I have a relative that has a business and a lot of his people that work for him um are hispanic mm-hmm. and i said well how did they get over here and he, you know what he literally said he said they carried a backpack of drugs through mexico so the cartel has vans I,
1: i've uh, watched vice Land. that's my favorite show go ahead man. i've never seen that There's oh a, you need to plug into vice. vice i've seen
0: vice but i've never seen the whole cartel thing
1: oh yeah dude anyway go vice land HBO big deal guys if you guys want to be informed without the propaganda or very little of it definitely check out those series uh, by vice uh, great on all all political aspects and all personal aspects as well yeah.
0: so he said that nearly every single one of his people were even the ones from South like the south portion of Mexico. Uh, Were brought up in vans to near the border, given a backpack full of drugs, and then had a GPS and a cell phone to rendezvous the people. And that's how the cartel gets drugs into the country. One One back, yeah, one ways, one backpack at a time. Mm. And so the thing is, it's like it's a pretty inexpensive way to get drugs into the country because all they're doing is giving it's called the cost of a backpack and you know gas to the border. So if you're doing 50, 100, 150 of these people a day that are wanting to get over, they're not going, all they have to do is cross the desert there, which, I mean, I'm saying all they have to do. The militias
1: out there are, no joke. Yeah, for (laughs) real.
0: But that's how, he said that's how a majority of the uh, Hispanic people that work for him got here. And I was like, the cartel? And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I'm being real honest. Mm. And I was like, wow. Wow. But yeah,
1: so. So, I mean, it's. So it goes back to just what I said about the Republican Party and their Hispanic population that they have with the Republican Party, man. You know that could be some of their. their man, my my ways thing is
0: my it. thing is this, man.
1: But I
0: digress. I just feel like the Democratic Party lies to you, and they more li- than the Republican Party. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, how was that speech with uh
1: what's the girl's name Melania, Melania, whatever? His what his about it? Name? I'm asking the question. How was that speech with? Uh, did you watch that speech with her? Yeah, I did.
0: Okay. And the part that they were. Put- it was like 3% of the speech that they claim was copied.
1: But that's an important
0: 3%. Look dude, it, and the fact is it wasn't word for word. It was talking pretty points. much
1: pretty much verbatim, you know, when they matched them up. You have seen it uh on memes and you have seen it on uh on uh, social media. It was pretty much almost word for word, okay?
0: So, I mean, that, and
1: that's a small small piece of the puzzle, so here's the deal. but it was really played upon.
0: Go. Here's the deal. Elliot. Let's say uh you were gonna hire me to mm-hmm. uh, We're in college and you were going to uh, oh, what's better? How can I phrase this this scenario? Alright. Let's say I paid your you paid my company to come in and do an unbiased review of some particular products and then that review Uh, would be how you guys based on what products your company was going to sell. Okay. Now, on the flip side, I let one of those, contacted those companies, and one of them paid me a sum of money to choose it. Okay. Would you think that I was cheating you? You're paying me to choose the best. I choose the one that I was paid to choose by the company. You, You sell hamburgers. And it's whether you buy your patties from Tyson or Wellington Farms, and Wellington Farms gives me fifteen thousand dollars, so I choose them, and I never even look.
1: Uh, I would say, yeah, I believe you're choosing me because I paid you to give me a non-biased opinion, okay? And yet you're you're slanting towards this company over here, who's actually paid you off, right? To say, hey, fuck everybody else, just go with this guy
0: but you you wouldn't even know and you would be under the impression you're like man you know i got this well, i shoes yeah. I, I had this person come in tell me the best one i mean the thing is man like that's the same thing the democrats did i mean look at those emails they said hey you know let's and that was just the ones found out you know what i'm saying the th- the fact is that these people are getting into po- power and they're getting into power by riding the coattails uh, and hearts and playing on the heartstrings of individuals who are minorities and individuals who need social programs. Okay? Okay. And so let's look at Barack, all right? Or let's look at Clinton, because first time around. Okay. Look at Clinton's policies and compare them to Trump's policies. How different are they? They're pretty much the same. What's the difference? Time's passed. Yeah. And, you know, uh, socially we're slightly different now.
1: Socially we're slightly different? We're very different, you know. In current standings, I think we're uh, a lot more informed and, and aware. Now, Now, digressing on that, how much of that are we actually using to its full of potential? It's true. Um uh, it depends who you're talking to. Who you speak to. But my I thing mean, is like, how York, can you
0: how can you back a party that never even really gave anyone a chance? Because here's the thing: it's like they're you're saying it's in, about the DNC. Yeah, okay. that's what exactly what. The, so let's well, the look Democrats, at you know, let's look DNC, at two. But. So the Republicans, they had a guy come in that you know was when he grew up was given a million dollar loan, okay, and turned it into a billion dollar company. Now, I'm going to tell you this: a lot of people give their kids hundred thousand dollar loans for business startups, and those startups never hit a million bucks. He was given a million and hit a billion. okay That's not an easy task. Not only that, he was outside of the status quo okay he We're closer to Trump and how we succeed, than we're closer to Hillary and how they succeed.
1: Expand on that more. How are we closer to Trump and how, as far as the entrepreneur state of mind and what, what, yeah, what are you saying there? Here's a,
0: here's a deal. Because like ain't nobody, ain't nobody writing emails to fix things for us.
1: I mean, you can't hold that. Hmm. Yes, I guess you can't because you're doing it right now. But I mean, really is that all, all you have?
0: She you- led the party, man. You don't think there was other things that happened? You think that was the one situation?
1: No, I don't think it's the one situation. I, I know, I know it's a very weak point, but is that the only point you have?
0: No, nah, here's my thing, is think of Barack. when he's, Think of everything that he wanted to implement. Yeah. And what happened?
1: Shit, it got shot down. He's, not, he's just, mm, the dude. The man is just one man that we hold to a higher standard, and we think that he can pass and make things happen just off of a whim, you know? But yet, how many things got vetoed when he hit the house? that he was trying to pass or got uh, criticized, right? During that time frame, during that eight years, if you were to watch C-SPAN or CNN and see how many things were getting turned upside down that he was trying to push through, we never really took notice of that. We we never really were fully fully, uh, aware of that situation until it was blown up out of proportion, right?
0: But so here's the other deal, is how can you trust, how can you trust, I mean, literally, how can you trust him? How can you trust who? There were Democrats how, after
1: how, this. How, 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 how you can you trust the Republicans' judgment as far as who should leave the company or uh, country, excuse me, after this? You know, literally look who you guys The people
0: picking. chose.
1: The, the people p- there were people on the specific side shows, right? Yeah. And that's That's
0: not what happened on the other one. It was chosen what's for your favorite it? color? Blue.
1: I like red. This is hood politics, literally. This is just like it is on the streets. Okay. Why if, do you look like, at the way you're defending that is like, dude, I ought just pull out a freaking gun and put it to your head and just knock you off right now because you're against what I'm for. That's and not I don't true. Care, and I don't care if you're my brother. I don't care if you look like me. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if we were homeboys. I'm on a different side than you are now. And I can put my whole thought process aside for this one thing because, regardless how it happens, yes, you want to be. The change that you see in the world, obviously, so mm-hmm. you want to put yourself forward like that. And I will vote. I will lie. I won't lie about that. I did not vote the last time when Barack was in uh, put into office. I voted the first time for him, not the last time. This time I will vote again, you know. But I'll vote off of my own um, thought process. I won't use the propaganda I'm seeing per se. Uh, I have watched the RNC. I did. Watch, I am watching the DNC currently. But let's hear two evils, man. Like really? Then if I do, then if I don't. You heard me say that before. I don't agree with a lot of things that's happening on the RNC. I definitely don't agree with a lot of tactics that are happening on the DNC. Michelle Obama's speech was pretty good. Yes, yeah, she she sprinkled some uh, Trump in there a little bit. But it was very tactful, very subliminal at certain points. But hey, you know what? When they go low, we go high. The, you know
0: the problem is, man, is like
1: <sighs> I don't I don't want it to be. That's where we're we're coming. We're, We're a nation that's supposed to be a nation, a nation of individuals, a nation nation of, uh, (laughs) what can I say? We're a melting pot, right? We're supposed to be an example to the world. And we are really imploding on each other right now. We're tearing each other apart. Not only from a political standpoint, but from a social standpoint as well. From the streets up, or from the freaking higher ups down, it doesn't matter. We're, We're eating each other alive. I feel sorry for your kids. I feel sorry for my daughter, you know? What they have to come up into.
0: I mean, the other thing... I feel sorry. I'm not going to lie. I feel sorry for that crap, man. The other thing is... These kids got rough. We say they do, but... They will.
1: Are you (laughs) going to shelter them from this? No. And let me go back to this. I'm going to cut you off. I'm sorry. You're good. Remember when you asked me, what are you going to tell your daughter, Elliot? Yeah, yeah. About, you know, everything that's been happening. This was roughly a week or two into the violence that happened down in Baton Rouge and then also in Minnesota. You're like, Elliot, what are you going to tell your daughter about, you know, what's happening in society? And I was really... Not articulate about that, I will be honest, I didn't really know what to say because I was like, dude, I don't really know if my kids are even watching. I did talk to my daughter about that. And actually what brought the point up was that we were watching TV and it was the news. And something violent was happening on the news, you know, another uh, individual got shot or they were talking about the presidential campaign. I don't know, it was something violent. She's like, Daddy, can you turn the channel, you know? I'm like, what? I'm watching this. She's like, no, Daddy, turn the channel. I don't like it, you know? Can you at least watch something positive? And I sat there for a second. I'm like, well, you have to be informed. You have to kind of know what's going on in the world today. I turned the channel eventually because I didn't want to force feed her that, you know? It was our time together, so I wanted to spend time with her. The point being is that I tried to have a conversation with her prior to that about what's been happening in the world. She was in Las Vegas at a dance competition. None the wiser about everything that's happening around her, okay? So I feel sorry for our children, for the fact of that are we gonna shelter them from this? And then when they experience that, when my daughter goes down the street my daughter's mixed. She has a, a white mother and a, me as a black father. Is she going to experience racism and not know what to do with it and not know how to handle it? Is she going to experience some type of adversity I'm sure and not know how not, how not know how to articulate herself properly and lash out of mm-hmm. anger because she doesn't know how to uh, respond to somebody? Because you can never be you can never be accountable for what that person across from you does, but you can be accountable for your own actions. So she never can really grasp the concept of. I'll call it plain and simple, good and evil. She can't ever grasp that concept of good things, bad things, and take that and not internalize it. Because that's what she's doing. She's internalizing it, right? So when I speak to her and I'm saying something really serious, she starts to cry. When I'm talking to my daughter, I'm saying, hey, you know what, you shouldn't do that. This is the reason why you shouldn't do this. Whatever the case may be, blah, 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 blah. She just puts her hands over her face and starts to cry. All I'm telling her is like, you know what? Don't put the cereal down the side of the sink. She starts to cry about that. I feel sorry for our kids because they don't know how to operate in this world, the proper way that we learned. They don't
0: know yet. Yeah,
1: my daughter's nine years old, but that's a don't don't get hooked on that age. That's a big nine-year-old. This nine-year-old can tell you everything about your phone inside out. You give her your phone. She's taking selfies. She's trying to put it to Instagram. So don't take that age for granted. Don't take your your daughter's age for granted. I'm pretty sure they're like communicating like cybernetically to each other, like ESPN. <laughs> ESP, you know what I meant, but um, yeah. So I'm sorry. I hope that meant something. But the simple fact is that I do, I, I do worry about our kids, and you know, this is why I chose pretty much just to kind of seal a deal with this one child because it's like, dude, I don't know if I can raise other kids because their mentalities are different. You know, we try to guide them, but you know what? I think they are who they are before they got here.
0: Hmm. See, I don't, I don't believe that.
1: I believe your dog's gonna have two different personalities. They're gonna be butt buddies for life or they're gonna be enemies for life, you know? Huh. I think they'll be butt buddies because they're twins and they have a great rapport. Pay's Facebook page is so cute. His oh, babies are so cute.
0: People, but, uh, see, my, my Facebook problem is like, it's not just me posting pictures of my babies, it's like everybody and then tagging me. Right, it's like,
1: it's like i see, like, I'm like, damn, how many pictures am I seeing? You and it's your mom, it's your wife. But it's hey, like
0: 40 pictures of my babies a at day. At this
1: point, it's cute as heck. When the kids get to that really like, awkward, ugly stage, maybe two or three, then it's awkward, no. <laughs>
0: Speaking of, you need to follow me on YouTube and yeah. see see those videos because there are some hilarious yes. ones. Yeah, we're dropping a video on the uh, on the vacay too, so you'll have to get on that Friday. Positive Change USA. There you go. Just search on YouTube, Positive Change USA. We, we got some decent.
1: Watching you and your wife and your kids, man, it like really makes somebody. You know, if you're single, you're married, or, or you got a girlfriend, it makes you really want to kind of knock somebody up and have a baby. You know, just so you can uh, yeah. have that experience. With yeah, has, get them kids, uh, get them kids, man. But then after you get to a certain nation. age, yeah, after you get to a certain age, you want to sell on the black market. You know, what I'm saying like, okay, oh. cool, you're talking back to me now. I'm gonna go ahead and call up a, a freaking Chang Wang and put you on the black market because you know why? You're mouthing off to me. I can't handle it.
0: So man, summer is flying oh, by. We got, we got change. We got change. Let's change gears.
1: Let's change gears. We got kind man, of serious for a second. Sorry guys. Sorry. Hope you guys didn't tune now. I'm pretty sure you did it because this, this is a uh, internet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you might have pressed pause. And if you're one of those people, you grab that the sandwich. Pre- if you're one of those people that press pause and then just press skip, skip, <laughs> skip, <laughs> skip, skip, <laughs> skip. We're talking about something else now. <laughs> Boom. There we go. All up. right. New topic. Go. Summer's almost over. Yeah, man. What's been going on? Because like. I know you've been uh, spinning the records, but like, are you doing anything else on the weekends?
1: Uh, on the weekends, definitely. I'm really delving down into the the record label. It might not seem that way, but that's pretty much what I'm doing. If I don't have my daughter on the weekends, she's been really a go getter. She's been traveling a lot. Um, you know, I'm divorced and uh, and you know,
0: I got mean, I got I to make a quick service go, 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 go! All right, don't interrupt me on this. Okay, I won't. i probably want to though. Go. Ladies of the Midwest.
1: I'm going kick your ass. All right,
0: go. go I don't care. My man, my man, Elliot. <laughs> this will be edited out. He's been single for a while. He says, he's like, all the ladies, you know, they don't respect my hustle. I'm out here. I'm making calls, calling down to Nashville, getting uh, Shout music, out to music law handled. I'm out here booking Connie all over the U.S. In Shout out to Keith. He does that. Oh, my bad. My <laughs> bad. I thought you did that. No, that's
1: Keith. I do all the back stuff. I do okay. the uncool stuff, you know, copyrights. You know, trying to get publishing together. Yeah, Elliot's
0: trying to get his copyright you know, on, ladies. To, up, ladies. So here's my thing: if you're a lady in the Midwest and you get your hustle on and only want to hang out like two to four hours a week, I want you to hit my man Elliot up, because that's all that's all he has time for. And if you're if if you're needy, you're probably not his style. But if you want to grab some Mexican, couple margaritas watch some netflix as he falls asleep Mm. shout out shout out to my man because he got right now all the ladies are just like elliot what are you doing what are you doing and he's like hey i don't have time for you wanting to hang out with me seven to 30 hours a week i got my own deal but if you're in the two to four hour a week category and you're between the ages of 19 and
1: Uh, let's go ahead and bump that up. We'll say uh, a hard a hard 27 ish, and currently, I, I even had a 40 year old. But All right, you know, 22 yeah, and 40. 22 and 40. <laughs> 22 and 40. All right, whatever, man.
0: Give my man Elliot a ring. All Look right. him up on Facebook, add him, say, hey. I heard you were looking for a shorty to hang out with two to four hours a week. I'm available. He's really a fan of yoga instructors. Alright, continue.
1: Boom. I feel like a gigolo now. Uh uh, call me up. Yeah, so damn Pate, you really screwed me up on that one. Ladies, that's awesome. I appreciate that. There is some females that, you know, I really respect the hustle, you know, and they're they're on five year plans is what they told me.
0: You know what the problem Five is? year plans. Have you
1: do you, well real quick, five year plans. Have you what? heard of
0: those? Yeah.
1: I've had a like Three to four, five year plans lingering out there. A couple of them fell off because they got married. Mm -hmm. Awesome for them. High five. Yeah. And then I have other ones that are still, like, counting down. Some are on two Mm -hmm. right now. Some are on four. Some of them just got made, like, recently. Like, if I'm not with this guy no more, I'm going to holler at you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, And then it's like, I don't take it seriously, but it's fun. They're friends. Okay. Mm -hmm. But just with that being said, yeah, it's kind of hard to really get into something because, uh, like we said in another podcast, it has not dropped yet, you know. It's like, dude, you really want to have substance with you. You know, you want to have your financial shit together. You want to look good on paper, holistically, before you actually get attracted to somebody, in my case, somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know? See, Uh, that's why I like MK. Yeah, tell me about MK. MK, That's my wife. She's hot. So, anyway. She had two kids and she's still hot. So, anyway.
0: So, that's why I like MK is because when I was in law school and literally cost the family, she was behind me. You know what I'm saying? She was working her deal. I was in law school. I get out of law school. I'm like, hey, I'm starting this company.
1: It's going to be big.
0: (laughs) You know, she's like, I believe in you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. Not many women or people in general. I mean, I lost friends. They're like, that's stupid. And now I'm like pretty happy with my current state of growth. Pretty much. Yeah. And, you know, with her, it's like she didn't doubt me and she backed me even when I doubted myself.
1: Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm does saying?
0: she have a twin? <laughs> She's got a cousin.
1: Does she look like a twin? Um, yeah. For real?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, kind of awesome. does. Yeah, yeah. Is
1: she like uh, men with tans, dark, dark tans.
0: You know, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I can send a text. Ain't nothing for me. Yeah, man. I'm like, yo, girl, you want to move to the Midwest? You know how what? much how, how much time do you need a week out of a man because he's only got about a couple of hours he, he can give you two hundred and twenty minutes a week
1: we can cook food we can go for like a little walk and then you know whatever and then like I'll holler at you later when I'm not busy.
0: Do you know how to cook? Because if not, I don't know if my man Elliot can deal with it because he ain't taking you out all the time. Yes,
1: yes. See, that's a big thing. Let's talk about that paint real quick. Because um, you ain't cooking. I'm not cooking shit.
0: Mm, I know that. Uh,
1: <laughs> but you know I can cook. I cook like really easy foods. I cook like... a uh, Easy wait, Mac? Cereal? No, no, but I do, cook, I do cook, cook pastas really well. Okay. I cook chicken awesome because you know I cook chicken. Uh, but um, Chicken. chicken. I love chicken, man. I don't care what you think. If Bruh, it's a stereotypical it. deal... I don't screw it. yourself because I like chicken. But no, I do have to have a girl that cooks. I do not like to cook a lot, but I do appreciate a really good cook. And um, the women I've dated and the woman I was married with, everything of that nature at that point. Can Amanda cook? Amanda, can, Amanda can kill it. She was good. Like dude, that girl's bad. Like mm. dude, you were. I'm not playing with you. I don't just like. Oh yeah, you're you're saucy, but you can't cook. No, I. That was a selling point in us being together is that she can throw down. You know, I don't care if you had spam. She'll figure out like some MacGyver way to make it taste Ooh. like freaking veal.
0: Oh yeah, I yeah. like
1: it. Man is a good cook, and but uh yeah, man, so you need to learn how to cook. Yes, I like that part about you. But then I will pick up some things, some slack on the other end, obviously. So don't worry about that. Like, oh I cook, so what are you gonna do for
0: me? Like, girl, what I'm gonna do for you? I'm going to go in here and read this Music Clause <laughs> book. So in eight years, <laughs> in eight years, I can buy not, you a two for 40 minutes. That's
1: right. So I like what you just said there, Pate. Uh, you know, your wife, MK, uh, I tease you about her. I always say, oh, your wife's so hot, everything like that. But off the books, much respect to MK. She's the one that brought us together. And she knows I'm always joking uh, because uh, she's a really great supporter of Pate and everything he's done to this point. And I've seen him actually come up. In the last, I think we've been friends for three, four. years. Oh
0: yeah, coming on three years. Three yeah. years, man. Uh, so we've been three friends. years this fall. Yeah, three yep.
1: years. Uh, you started out as my consultant, still is my consultant to a point, but we're moving on to bigger, better things. Thus, the podcast. But you need somebody like that in your life. You cannot be, uh, the star and not have the rock.
0: See, for me, you I, cannot
1: be the star and have the rock. So I be, believe, Pete, you're the star. MJ's I don't think the rock. so, man. I think uh, she's a star. You think she's a star? Yeah. I think I think that there has to be some type of give and take. And the star status is just what I said. It's like, dude, you're out there getting it. You're doing your consulting. You're doing phone calls. Uh, you're flying places. And you're getting job offers from other cities and states, whatever the case may be. MKS here holding it down a corporate level. Doing a great job. Got the two kids. You guys do a great job bouncing back and forth. But I think that she's super ten toes down, grounded, and allows you to kind of float above her and then come back down to earth and float above her and come back down to earth. And when you see that is those social media posts when they take awesome vacations together. Babies just born, how long ago?
0: Four months and Four a months week.
1: ago. And they're over here deep sea fishing in Florida with the kids. The
0: kids are not on the boat. The kids are not on the boat. Well, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? They, they're around. They're around. Yeah, but yeah. the point the
1: point being is that you took your family with you, you leave them behind. Uh, it's like, girl, I'm going to go ahead deep sea fish in Florida. You go ahead and take care of these babies. I'll be right back in a week. It wasn't like that.
0: I mean, i am be honest. Like, I've traveled a bunch. And I don't even like going places unless she's with me. Like, it ain't even a trip. I'm but just... do you feel
1: like your wife's a good sell for you as well? I'm kind of switching gears, but not. Like, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Let's talk about that. All right. Jay-Z's dope. But even in the lyrics, you know, he brings, or even in lyrics that Beyonce said in the song Upgrade, you know, bring me along to seal the deal, you know? Like, if you come in, and here comes Pate, you know, with his... Very mature look, but he's very young. His uh, pleated pants. (laughs) Shit. This kid has pleated pants. Damn near what? 22 years old and pleated pants. I'm
0: 31. I
1: know, but you look like you're 22 and you got pleated pants. Like, come on, flat iron kid. Let's come on. Let's get into Tom Ford, something. I don't know. But you bring your wife along. She's beautiful. Do you not believe she seals the deal for you? Because you look like a great couple and she's
0: very headstrong. Yeah, we're definitely, I feel like, more impressive together than we are apart. Yes, You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's like the yin to my yang. And that was, what was weird is like when we met, we were like just, I mean, magnetically attracted to each other because of that. And for the longest time, uh, and I still to some point don't believe there's like one person for you. I believe there's multiple people. Yeah. And there's a lot of people, because if you make a bad decision and, you know, some people will like argue that point, that's a different podcast for a different time. But, or another podcast, I should say, for a different time. She really taught me a lot about myself. You know, she taught me, I, she, you know, like, snatched me up, basically, and was like, look at here, boy, here's what's important. Not by saying it, but by leading by example a little bit, and then also making me realize there was a lot more things important in life. And I've always been, like, a well-read, not always, but, probably since my middle teens on, was like a real well-read person about things I enjoyed or found interesting and you know it was really in law school when I looked at her and we were talking and we saw you know our potential you know that I started saying you know I can provide value out in the world um, and at one time I thought it was through uh, my creativity in the legal profession and then I said, well, I find myself to those constraints. And there's times when I wish that I still could <clears throat> participate or wish I do, did participate in that realm. But, you know, the fact is, is, like, she was there when, and believe it in me, when this business cost the family. You know what I'm saying? When there was an upstart cost or startup cost. Right. When... I had to buy plane tickets, when I had to get in front of people, when I had to pay for meals. And at that point in time, we weren't president of one of Woodman's subsidiary. We were the PR manager in a state office in Alabama. And money was tight, but she believed in me then. And, I mean, honestly... Like she and I, I've said this before to her. I was like, You and I, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we love each other, but sometimes people don't work out. If we didn't work out, that would be horrible. But from what I've gained for this in this part of life, I can't ever imagine. You know, you've I've lived an entire lifetime with you, I feel like, and grown an entire lifetime amount. And. Talking about
1: your wife, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, making sure. People might think you're talking about me if this dude is. No, no, no. All right,
0: cool. No, no. But, I mean, three years, we've been through a lot, too. Yeah, uh,
1: the black guy and the white guy are lovers now. Right, yeah. you just heard that transition happen. Yep.
0: That's, the, that's the third part of that. <laughs> right, that, somebody just tuned movie. in and yeah. just got
1: that part. Like, what the? This show is either dope
0: or it's shit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. But, I mean, that, you know, and I don't want to keep going on that, but on yeah. this part with Mary Catherine. But, I mean, you know, that's why I think we're a, such a good team, is she and I both have where we want to go. Right. Well, I mean... She, You ask her right now. She wants to run that entire company, and she thinks she can. And she's going to do put the work in to do it. That's right. And I'm going to be there for her 100%. Like, whatever it takes, us not sleeping, whatever. And with my business, she knows my goal is 30 very large clients. Okay? 30 very large clients and one large speaking engagement a month. Okay, my used to be one large speaking engagement a week. I have since realized that that pace is not a pace that I wish to live at. Mm. So, one a month at the right price point. She and I don't even look back. And that's what I like about her. Even when we were 21, 22, whatever. We didn't look back. We were just like, "All right, we're in this. We're having a great time." And you know, people with us now be like, "Twins, it must be so hard." No, that's not hard. We do what we have to do. And we enjoy the great times. And we realize, like, this struggle, this the difficult times, that's life. You can find enjoyment about it or you can cry about it. And I choose enjoyment every time. And I think that's why we're a good team.
1: That's awesome. Uh, Broad cheer to my eye. But uh, on the real, I agree with that. <laughs> Not to be sarcastic. Uh, that's really hard to find out there. Uh, you know, you're your do- doppelganger almost in a, a female sense. Uh, and I know it takes a while to build because we get to get past that honeymoon period. You know, not too many people are willing to go past that. I mean, six you know, my, you year.
0: know my rule.
1: I know your rule. Uh, I mean, you, go okay. back to the. Oh, we willing not drop that podcast. I keep to say go back to the dating podcast, but go ahead. The re- your- we're
0: Elliot and I are holding on to one really good podcast. And I don't know why. Because this was reason, the first one we did. The reason we're holding on to it is because we have. It's not time sensitive, and there's times when we can't meet. Right. And so we drop podcasts. But I said in that podcast, the way you know someone to marry is when you get is when they're cool with you when you're so sick they'll clean up your poop
1: that's right that's right You said something else in the time frame so you'll we'll hear that part but uh or maybe i'm sorry keith said something on that keith roger is on that podcast along with a, a beautiful woman lace as well so with that being said right, how, it,
0: how, how she get on the podcast by the way how's how she get that,
1: on the podcast
0: yeah how did that she, work how, so I'm, I'm just chilling you're like oh i got this girl this girl Lace. you can be on the podcast like, how how what was that about
1: I hate you right now. All in your face, I hate you. (laughs) Uh, So so it's one thing that Pate had said on the podcast was that hustle attracts hustle. Uh, And so definitely you'll hear that on the podcast as well. And I diverted myself. I'm awesome. So moving forward on a totally different subject matter, relationships are what relationships are, you know? And it's hard to gauge, you know, one person from another and if they're just being nice just for the for the sake of it, you know, because they want to get in your pants or whatever the case may be, or if they're being genuine, you know. Uh, that's a that's a game you have to play. Nobody in this world wants to be vulnerable, you know. And I think at the time that you met your wife, MK, uh, you be, you were you were definitely open to that, and I think she was definitely, legitimately open to that. The games that we play now, currently, is, is off the wall, you know, when it comes to relationships and dating. No, don't, mean... don't, no, 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 not because it's... it's you, See, this is what we do here, guys. On the Black and White Guy Show, we play devil's advocates. So and when I say, oh, you know, this is crazy by social media, you know, and, you know, the games we play now is ridiculous, and this guy's always got to have some ass thing to uh, re, re, uh, have a rebuttal against what I'm saying.
0: That's why we got a show.
1: That's why we got a show. It's
0: not called Elliot Payton. Agree. I agree on Elliot, anything. what football team you like? The Packers. I, yeah, me too. I know. Fuckin oh, my God. Love the, the Packers. forever. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so i I Chicken steak. I steak. Yeah. Yes, I like you too. Oh, Rod, right, you're awesome. You're my brother from
1: another mother. Yeah, no. Uh, that's my fake Pate slash cousin accent. Uh, I but feel like
0: <laughs> I feel like everybody when they do it me is like, hey, wow, wow, wow. I feel I don't <laughs> think I sound like that at all.
1: You don't. You have like a nasally uh, twang to your voice. I'm gonna be quite honest. A nasally twang, but it is a Pate voice. And when you get on, and I do mean this, as far as when you uh, get up and speak uh, at a networking event, or when you get up and, and do one of your communications, as far as a um, presentation, you forget everything about how you sound, and you start to listen. Right? You start to listen because that's actually attractive uh, notation. It's not annoying; it's attractive. But now I'm listening to a southern guy who has knowledge. Right?
0: I'm glad that's. No. A, I'm glad it's a sell. Yeah, a <laughs> sale, right? He's southern. He's got knowledge.
1: He's not stupid. And I'm not even saying anything about uh, Southern folks from the South. Uh, you guys are awesome. But, you know, the whole uh, what's the stigma about the South is what? You know, that you guys are slower than molasses, right? Mm-hmm. You guys don't catch on very fast. Technology-wise, everything of that nature, you guys are very, you know, pickup trucks and, and uh, you know, freaking Confederate flags, all that crap.
0: By the way, Elliot used to have a pickup truck.
1: I did used to have a pickup truck. I was. I had a big boy. I called it the white boy truck. You know what I'm saying? It's pretty dope. It's all fully loaded. It's a Chevy. I like Chevys. Uh, that's something you can probably argue about right now. I like a Ford. I like Chevy. I like Ford.
0: I mean, I'll be honest. I don't have a real, uh, truck alliance. You don't? Mm, I mean, I guess I'll say I like t- Toyota since I got a, since I got a 4Runner. I'll be like, I like Tundras. Uh, yeah. That's like a, I only drive Tundras. Yeah, that's awkward You're too. push a Ford. <laughs> You're push a Ford to get it worked on. Because you don't got a Tundra. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot where we were going with this conversation. Anyway, Pate's awesome. Uh, definitely hear him speak. His whole uh, cadence is dope, and you make me want to listen, man, uh, just because of things you say and the way you articulate yourself and just uh, your cadence. Word. That's really important to me, you So, know?
0: so, So let's tell them what's coming up on the me. podcast, man. So what? Elliot and I have got a couple new sponsors dropping. Yes. We can't talk about it yet because they got to go through compliance, compliance. and um, I'm working on another sponsor, um, so you guys are going to hear some different sponsors besides my man Jeremiah 1A Cargo Cleaning and my Jeff- man Jerry. Jeff, yeah. but... That being said, man, um, definitely thank you guys for checking us out. Like I said, we're going to have a cop on before a long... Ooh, is that your daughter? Uh,
1: yeah, yes, my daughter. I'm she sorry. she dancing? Yeah, she's dancing. She's like, uh. uh she's got the pose going on, yeah.
0: She's about to break dance. So, I thought that was like... At first, I thought that was like a 1980s Paula <laughs> <laughs> Abdul, But... He just
1: saw a picture on my phone of my daughter. She's a dancer. been dancing for damn near her life. And uh, he thought that was a
0: 1980s... Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. So There you go. So, uh, anyway. But, yeah, we've got a couple weeks we're going to have a cop on. Can't say his name. It's nope. going to be all anonymous. We, now, we're we're gonna, re- like,
1: we, uh, it's going to be, like, really anonymous to the point where we have his voice altered as well.
0: I don't know if we're... It's, it's going to depend on what they have to go through. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, you know... Nothing. We, we yeah. can't even. I'm yeah. excited for
1: that. You know, it's going to be a really uh, great conversation. We're going to be kind of bantering off of our last deal that we had with Black Johnny Quest.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, so that's going to be kind of a continuation. And in another big news. Elliot doesn't even know this yet. What's up? So your boy is getting us a mobile podcast studio.
1: Oh, sucky, sucky. That means we can be outside.
0: <laughs> so listen, if you've got an event. And you want the black guy and white guy in the studio up in your event right. maybe you got a husker tailgate oh and you want God, me and Elliot I hope up he's in a there bar too, yeah you know, yeah listen here's the deal if you want to commemorate so an event thing. you need to have us in there black guy and white guy in the studio up in your event yes. we not only ha- do we have the mobile studio but the mobile studio that I'm getting so tiny <laughs> so tiny so it's like How that tiny even, is it, it's hey? not it, it's like it doesn't even like, it literally can be either two mic stands or one mic stand and a small table. Okay. We, we're not even rolling uh, through, which a lot of people won't even know. We're not even going to roll through a PC on this. I got a straight up recorder. A awesome. like, So strong. can we hear the
1: levels? Can we uh, roll your table? Can you hear the levels? We got yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: you can run, I think we can run one headphone, mm-hmm. but I had to get a splitter and a powered splitter for a second. Okay. Okay. Um, but I was gonna try to go. I have a splitter. Omni. Anyway, we're talking. So, so yeah. yeah. I got a so everybody, was, <laughs> everybody. What? So everybody on podcast is like yeah, Elliot and Peyton. It's very end. So yeah. But anyway. So what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be coming through a bunch of events. We were supposed to go out to the uh, Aqua Palooza. That didn't work out because as up, you guys, that
1: was that was Palooza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you said aqu- Aqua Like what's the Aqua? It's just Palooza. That oh, already happened. My bad. Yeah.
0: So but so. We, that <laughs> didn't work out because uh, Elliot basically had to. Uh, be a cfo that yeah, night i had to do real people, work. Couldn't, real people the, work couldn't be in the couldn't be just wrapping a it podcast did, which again is
1: another funny thing because um i had a friend air quotes on that a friend come through lady uh, on or, the palooza later dude lady why did i put the air quotes it was the dude man like i don't know man I'm dude anyway. i'm trying to see
0: i'm trying to see where you're at uh
1: yes it's a lady all right so i had a girlfriend again girl slash friend platonic come through but you know, she didn't stick around too long, because I was sitting around, walking around, doing stuff, getting stuff for the guys, you know, food, and also, you know, making sure everybody was taken care of on stage, you know? So, can
0: we role-play this situation? So, I mean, with... like, like, literally, she's like, oh, I'm going to go. I'm like, oh, snap. that bad. Can, let's role-play this situation. <laughs> what, what? So, I, I'm going to be her, and right. she's going to, she, and you're going to be you. All okay. right. We're going to say her name's Sarah.
1: Oh, Sarah. There you
0: All go. All right. Hey, Elliot, what's up? What's up? So... I know you're. I know you're busy. Like I'm just sitting over here by myself, enjoying these free drinks that you got me, yeah. enjoying this great music. Awesome. Um, I wish you would sit by me.
1: Yeah. I'm going to do that. Just give me
0: one second. I'm going to go. <laughs> See, here's the mistake. Here's, is, right? here's what you got to do right like, now. Yeah. Oh, I would do that, but I'm busy being a CFO of a company. So <laughs> why don't you just chill for a minute and keep enjoying these free drinks and these great music, maybe wander about and meet some friends. Some and friends. I'm going to come back to you when I get done hand grown folks business. And then afterwards, <laughs> we can walk over there to that taco truck and get some deep.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, now, this is awesome, because I like the way you played it out, because that's what I should say. But my passive-aggressive ass be like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, girl. Um, yeah, yeah, out, yeah. I'm going to go to the bathroom, and you're going to see me for another hour, because I'm like running around doing errands. Mm-hmm. But no, that's the way I should. That's the way I should. Address the situation, and if they don't like it, then yeah, they leave. Like the girl left. She's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have my friend pick me up." And I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: Did you pick her up, and she had a friend pick her? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So that was
1: awkward. That was awkward. She's like, "Oh, I'm out." And but I know the girl. We're friends. I know her for a grip, so I didn't hurt me so much. But it was like I invited her to think She was coming, and then she's like, "Oh, cool." And then she's like, "Uh, yeah, I'm i I'm gonna go." Because I see you're doing your thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna let you do your thing. Go ahead, do your thing. Be awesome. I'm gonna go. I'm like, all right. Cause yeah, she was in, she was on one when I, you know, when she was there, she was lit, but she wasn't having a good time. I'll, I'll be honest, because I wasn't around.
0: Ladies, you know what he needs? He needs you. He needs those hugs. He needs someone to get brunch with on Sunday mornings at Moolah. At Moolah. He needs he. So get get with my man L. Oh, right, Mike but, Sanchez. But anyway, so before we go, I got to say one thing. Yes. So in the fall, I've done a free speaking tour before. <clears throat> I'm not wanting to travel for a free speaking tour this year. So I'm doing three to five free speaking events. Literally, A, you can tell me what you want me to go on, but I prefer on free events to go in and just riff. Just hard. And Elliot's seen me riff before. I just I just start spitting. That was good. Point point to point to point. You got bars. That's all I do. Bars. Yeah, (laughs) personal development style. But anyway, yeah, three to five events. If you need someone to speak at a company gathering a church function um a family reunion because your family reunion is really into really intense personal development like i'm not gonna come in here and make you feel good
1: Wait, yeah back up, you said family reunion
0: yeah i'm joking but okay
1: i'm like dude i'm but, a church how about the church gathering
0: i mean i can do that okay cool yeah
1: jesus he wants you to be successful do you want that
0: you know i come in <laughs> you know i come in harder than that People are like, that message I feel like was so negative. I was like, yeah. The devil wants you to be successful. (laughs) Do you want that? (laughs) (laughs) The change is positive, not the process. (laughs) But anyway, so yeah, hit me up. Paid at PositiveChangeUSA.com. That's the email. Book me. We're kidding about some of these. But yeah, if you need a speaker for the fall, I'm doing three to five free events. I do this as a way to get out in front of new people. But I also do this because on the free events, I'm not doing something that I am really strongly confined to a topic so i kind of let my mind wander and i get to come up with fun stuff and i get to come up with new personal development material for the next year and kind of what i'm working on personally in my own life so that's why i do those so if you need someone hit me up and as always if you need a dj god if you're hold on hold on i'm I'm, I'm kind of a
1: little hands waving yes you know who i am you know what i you know where i'd be at Mm -hmm. Uh, definitely what's our contact information for a black guy and a white guy
0: just get up with me. Yeah. Because I mean, Elliot, the, you got it? the Gmail, yeah, you man, got it? <laughs> I got you. it.
1: I'm not say, that's where we go through. We funnel through the Gmail just, account.
0: Actually, just instead of the Gmail, hit us up on Facebook. There you go. Like us on there and send us a Facebook message. Yes. We've got, I don't know, 100 and something people following us on Facebook. Just got
1: that open here yeah, recently. Yeah, just
0: so. recently we added the Facebook page. So, yeah, add us on there. Look for us. You know, then add Elliot if you're a shorty and you're trying to get at my boy.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, speaking of that. Bro, add- I'm telling add- you, this time. Add- 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 Elliot, uh, if you're a shorty trying to get at me, is, I'm not, not going to lie. It's not the best way. Because when I see that I try to get an ad or I get somebody who's trying to add me as a female, you know? Like, oh, okay, let me see. Who do we know? And we don't know anybody or we know one person who I don't even really know. I'm not going to lie. I don't accept you. I don't accept the person. I know it's a, that's a dickhead move. I'm sorry.
0: Then that's- don't then don't send him a request. Yeah. Send him a message and message one swimsuit pic.
1: Oh snap! And then watch well, this gonna be like some freaking what catfish type stuff. Anyway, you heard what the boy said. Uh, I said the boy. That's so derogatory. I if I
0: said that, <laughs> you'd be like, that's some <laughs> racist, <laughs> stuff, that's racist stuff, Pate. You call me oh, my a boy? Oh, what, what are you a
1: boy? That's my accent going on, Pate. That's his accent getting into me and me going after him. Uh, you heard what Pate had said. Uh... This is How We Go Down. It's the black guy and the white guy walking the studio. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, we have some great content. We're going to be coming out the rest of the summer, going all the way into fall time. Uh, don't forget to go buy that La Maga
0: album. don't Franco forget to hit us up to get you in now. the studio. Recordings. You want to come in the studio? You want us to come to you? We're mobile now. That's right. We're basically you think, Verizon.
1: You think you want going to like say, hey, why don't you guys come to our house? I want you to be in our house. <laughs> like, uh, ah. That's kind of
0: could If you're cooking, we're coming.
1: Oh, okay. We'll, we'll talk all right there at the kitchen table yeah, yeah, yeah. about you. Yeah. yeah. About how horrible your food is if it's not good. If, if you're not,
0: I'm telling you right now, if you're putting some hot dogs out there. Yeah. We're gonna scrutinize you harshly yes. on the podcast. Yes. you're gonna kick us out of your house. Yeah, if you get if you run out of mustard, it's going down. Is we're out of there.
1: And since the podcast is not like literally being like recorded live, we you know we're gonna start talking about you on the way to the car as you kick us out of the house. I'm gonna tell Chad
0: Horsham that right. we want to do a podcast yeah. on, as we ride to a Husker game I mean, in the no. back of his vehicle. How sick would that be? That, did we get invited to a Husker game already? Nah. I'm just telling
1: you. <laughs> I'm <just> like, Chad. <laughs> no, I'm, just
0: I'm just saying, Chad, here's the deal. Hindsight 2020, We want to go to a Husker game. Yeah. We want to do a podcast as we're riding in the back of your car because yeah. it's that big. He's got like the Nissan Armada or something like that.
1: It's just a Pathfinder. Okay. It's pretty big. <laughs> it's not that big. All right. I had one, remember? Yeah, it wasn't that big. <laughs> it's got that third seat where you really can't sit nobody. But I got that, that third big. row. Yeah, but your third row, I mean, it's a really a need for that. I mean, you can't put a six-footer back there.
0: It's a need for it now that we got twins.
1: Yeah, it is a need for it. You got twins. Yeah. Are you going to upgrade to a minivan?
0: Alright,
1: we're talking too long on this. Hey, you guys know what it is. A black guy and a white guy going in what? What's
0: her name? Go, right? Black guy <laughs> and a white guy walk in the studio. That's right. But you can call us whatever. Whatever.
1: Whatever you want, as long as has Mr. In Front. Alright, we're out. We're out. Peace. <laughs> This has been the podcast of Omaha, Nebraska. Featuring Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is it. You've been listening to a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. Transmission terminated. Join us next time. And we'll blow your mind.